Today's shir is the Ilui Nishmat Hinda Rivka Bat Rav Avram. Hilchot Tzitzit, Siman Yud Bet, Dvarim HaPoslim Betzitzit. Im Nifsiku, Kol Chutei HaKnaf, V'nishtayer Bahem Kidei Anivat Kol HaChutim HaPsukim Biyachad, Kasher. If all of the Chutim on the corner were ripped, they were torn, but you still had the length, which we said was two thumbs or four centimeters, as long as there's, there's still that amount, but if it's not that much remaining, even on any of them, it's completely ripped, in other words, it's less than four centimeters. Pasul. Okay, quick explanation, really important. To make for clarity, we're going to we're going to explain, or we're going to. I mean, the fact is, there's only four strings. All right. So when you have your tzitziot, consider four strings. Do not consider eight. It'll make it easier to understand. All four strings. Here, just leave it. All four strings, we want them ideally to be complete. And then they're folded over, and you get eight. So the first opinion, which is the main opinion, at least according to the Shulchan Aruch, is that you need to make sure that, um, that you have four strings, right? So among those four strings... On one side, it's okay if all of them are ripped completely, even less than Kedeyaniva, less than Kedeyaniva. As long as on the other side you have four that are all intact, at least Kedeyaniva, at least four centimeters. So if you have four, uh, you have all four strings, the minimum is that among those four strings, you need to have four centimeters on one side. Okay? It could be either side. You just, there's no way really to know which side if it's two and two, but you, you, you um, but that's the Ikar Halacha. Um, so for example, one more time, if you know that they didn't get mixed up, on one side, we look at them as eight. One side you have four, the other side you have four. One side can be completely ripped. And the other side um, has to, they have to all be at least Kedei Aniva. Now, according to Rabbeinu Tam, he holds that these four strings, which look like eight, these four strings, two of them must always be 100% intact so that you have at least 24 centimeters on each side. So, you don't know. Let's, let's read on a little bit. In general, you don't know. Um, but according to Rabbeinu Tam, the only time, the only leniency is if four, um, two of them cannot be touched, cannot have to be perfect on both sides. In other words, 24 centimeters on both sides. And two of them on one side has to still be Kedea Niva, and the other side you can have two ripped. In other words, 
according to um, the Rabbeinu Tam, if two are ripped on the same side and there's uh, and it's less than uh, uh, less than 24 centimeters, then you're fine. But once more than that rips, you have a problem. And the halacha, according to the Shulchan Aruch, ideally you want to replace them, but you don't have to. According to the Ramah, you do need to replace them, but bishat adchak, until you're able to, you can still wear them. Okay, now let's see that inside, so that we... Hilkach, kevan shekol echad pas kafuli shnaim, since all four are folded over, and then it's doubled into eight, im nifseku shnei rashim pasu. If you have two ends that are become pasul, less than kedeaniva, two ends of the same string, right? There's four strings, two sides of them. If it would be the same one, it would be pasul. So if it one on each side, why? Because we don't know which one they are. So once you have one from each side, it's a problem. When we tie them, we make sure we don't get them mixed up. Um, we all, when we tie them, we always make sure that the same four are on the same side and the same four on the other same side for the entire, for, all, for the whole knot process. So when, when we're looking at our tzitzit, Whatever we, um, the four don't get mixed up in the middle. So that's important. So that if all of them on one side rip, we know that the other half is still okay. And uh, I, have, I, I did check with Mishkan Tcheles, one of the, the managers, and he's, he believes that whenever they're made with the hechsher, they're always makbi to make sure that it's like that. I mean, when I make my own also, it's just easier not to get them mixed up. And then that was the minog back then that you could be so mech on it. I'm assuming um, by any company, if there's a heksher, it's you could be so mech on it. Because then, if it's on the same side, so even if two or really four are ripped on one side, it's still kasher. Because for sure, it's from different strings. It's not the same one coming backwards, uh, coming back on the same side. So on the other side, it's complete. Which is Kedeaniva, right? Rabbi Matam says it even needs to be um, the full length. But the first opinion is Kedeaniva. Which we explained. You must need two that are completely full on both sides. Must be twelve long. Gudalim. So then he allows. If two of them rip, it's okay, but even those two still need to be k'day aniva. But once three anywhere get ripped, even if they're k'day aniva, that long is still p'sulim. 
Well, 20 means 12 on each side. And therefore, once three go, That's the Right. And is like the first lenient opinion. But it's good to be machmer either way, once three goes, you're in trouble. Either way, once three goes, it's no good anymore. But, But if you have really thick strings, and your Kedeaniva is going to be longer, is it's thicker, so you need more, a little bit longer to tie the knot. But if they would have been thin, it'd be no problem. Kasher, that's fine, because we don't go by your particular thick string. Kedeaniva, the shear is um, four centimeters. Haga, mashaarinan mechutin benonim, and we uh, and we judge it by benonim. Now, I keep saying four centimeters, but there are opinions that it's a little bit longer, like Chazanish. Gimel. Kedei Aniva. What is Kedei Aniva talking about? Until now, we, we have been assuming that Kedei Aniva applies to the anaf, to the strings that are beyond the knots. So, Larashi mean ha'anaf. According to Rashi, when we say it needs to be Kedei Aniva, it ha- it's referring to the strings. It needs to be that long. Um, you need the strings still need to be that long. Uleri afilu nechtach kol anaf. Even if the entire strings went, they ripped completely. Velo nishar kedei aniva elamin hagedil kasher. But all you have left is the knots. You're still kosher as long as the knots. You have enough knots that are four centimeters. Veicha dela efshar, and when. You can't fix it until you're you know, until you're able to. In the meantime, you're not able to fix it. Yesh lismach ari, you should still wear the tzitziot. You should still say a bracha on it. That's according to the Shulchan Aruch. That the, uh, the only thing that needs to be kedayaniva is the knots. The knots have to be still be a minimum length of four centimeters. So. The knots, I'll explain to you after. I can show you afterwards if you need. But the whole row of knots, as long as that's four centimeters long, you're, you're fine. Um, in other words, even if the top knot goes, it'll still be four centimeters, the way most of them are tied. Okay. If it's completely... Um, just one interesting kula is if it's completely um, ripped, uh, all the, str- the, the strings that we're talking about, let's say there's one string, whatever, whatever the situation is, 
If the string is completely ripped, or all of them, what you could do, many say, is you could also untie the last knot. And then it'll unravel, and now you have a string. Just the last knot, just a little bit. So as long as you still have knots, and now you have enough string that's kedei aniva, it's okay. And it's not a problem of ta'asev alamina asay. It's a machloket, but I believe that's the rishat um, al that's certainly... Um, Besides the re, even uh, the re doesn't even need that. But even if you want to be a machmer according to Tarashi over here, you can, and it's not a problem because it was made properly and it's still there for the most part. If you don't mind asking me, ask me right after. Okay. Okay. Um, now, if you only have. The tzitzis according to the ri, where it's, the strings are all gone. So some say, the Mishnah Burah says not to say a bracha, even though you yotzi midaraisa probably, but still, because midarabanan, it's a suffix, he holds not to say a bracha. I would assume most would agree. And he would say not to go in a rishas sarabim daraisa. Um, but again, shulchan aruch would, but different opinions. Now, if it became... Puzzle and you're fixing it, obviously make sure you're fixing it while you're not wearing it. You want to take it off quickly, fix it, and then put it back on. Okay. Let's go to Siman Yur Gimel Seif Aleph. Arbaat Tzitziot Me'ak means Edze. The four corners of Tzitziot are Me'akiv one to another. Right? Let's say you have four, a four cornered Beged, but you only put Tzitziot on three. Did you accomplish anything? Not at all. And you're, and you're Mevatel the mitzvah ase. Shekolzman she'ein ba kol ha'arba eino metziyatzet kehochatav. You don't have all three. You have nothing. Ve'hayotze bal yeshut harabim b'shabbat chayav chatat. And you're going to be chayav a korban chatat. In other words, it's a, you accomplish nothing and you are carrying the tzitziot. Right? As we mentioned before, the tzitziot are not batel to the beged. Um, unless they're serving the purpose. Otherwise, they have a little bit of a, an important status. They have its own status of strings. And since it's not serving its function, it's not battle to the beged. Um, bet. If it's made properly with the tzitziot, then you are allowed to wear your tzitziot with your talit in the rishut harabim, even if it's rishut harabim deraisa. Bein talit katan, bein talit gadol, any kind of a talis. Afilu bazman lanu Even if you don't have tchelet, because without tchelet, you're still yotz mekayim the mitzvah de araita. Rak, the Ramah continues, shelo yehimunachlo al ketifav. But you shouldn't be wearing it just resting like a sc- on your shoulders like a scarf. Um, perhaps the way some Jews might drive to Shabbos wearing a, a scarf around their neck. So not only are they driving on Shabbos, which is in the Siddharaisa, then they're also uh, carrying, uh, which could also be in the Siddharaisa v'shesarabim. Umo k'minam letalit acheskatei shehu metsuyatz kihilchato ve'ein sarich lavodka kodem shiyitzebo. And on Shabbos, uh, I believe you checked it once before, but he says the main akpada on checking your tzitziot is... Um, for saying a bracha, and here he says for Shabbos you don't have to. It could be you checked it once during the day or not. That's what the Magen Avram says. You first checked it once before, 
uh, that day. But then you don't have to keep checking every time you walk outside. You have a chazaka that it's kosher. Gimel. Now on Shabbos you're walking and you know and you're in a, a Carmelite. Um, a place you can't carry on the Darabanan level. And you notice that your talit, your tzitzis is possible. You don't have to take it off right away. You can keep walking in the Carmelite. The gadol kevora briot. This kavora brios is doche and iser derabanan. So it depends. Mashnabura says if it's if you're going to be greatly embarrassed, the ganai gadol, then kavora brios is doche deraiser. If it's only a small embarrassment, then it's only doche din derabanan. So it depends on. It really depends on the situation. Um, suffice to say. Even if you realize your talis katan is pasal, you do not need to take it off in a, um, a place that's asr derabanan to carry. Even if you go to Shul and you realize that your tzitzis is Ripped, it's puzzle. Even according to Kolashitos, you can still put on your talit. The yuchale love shall below bracha. You can put it on, obviously, without a bracha. Mikoach kevod habriot. There's a kavod habriot. Ma points out, obviously, vidaf, not obviously, but obviously because we just read the Shulchan Aruch, vidafka b'shabbat. Only on Shabbos, the asul asut tzitziot. Because on Shabbos, you're not allowed to tie tzitziot. So the concept of mevatal a mitzvat ase, that you're actively not being mekayim tzitzis, doesn't apply to Shabbos on a dalit, on a beged of four corners, because you're not allowed to tie on Shabbos. Some say even if it doesn't exist, the four strings where you live today, um, during the weekday. But certainly on Shabbos, you're not allowed to tie the strings. So therefore, you don't, it's not, it's not the same, you don't have that same, uh, it's not the same chamur. So it's, it's the status of a dinder abanan, and therefore kavod abrios is doche. But during the week, we don't tell you to wear pasul tzitzis even for kavod abrios. Yudalit siman yudalit dinit tzitzit shasan goy v'nashim v'talit sheula. Okay, siif aleph tzitzit shasan in a yehudi pasul. If a non-Jew ties your tzitzit. This comes to exclude an Anjou. Right? And a woman is 100% kosher to tie them. Some prefer men to do it. But, what if you put on the tzitziot? That means tying the knots without kavana. So we learned that the spinning has to be, uh, spinning and twisting has to be done lishma. What about tying the knots? So lechadchila, it has to be. According to, and according to many, it must be even bedyave. But the Rambam holds, but when it comes to tying the knots, there's no obligation to do it lishma. 
So if you have no choice, in the meantime, till you're able to replace them, you can wear them, but, but it's better than nothing. And it, he holds you're not, it's probably, uh, you're not mevat al he's so on the Rambam that much. But better not to say a bracha. Okay, and then and the, 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 the main, the, the main ikra that has to be the kavana is those first few wraps and the second of the knots, right? Because those are the real ikr part of tzitzis that we learned. It's those first krichot and the first set of knots that are after the first krichot. And then from then on, it's, it's not uh, mandatory, but you have it to have kavana. Gimel. Hashoel mechavero talit she'ena metsuyetzet patur milahatil ba tzitzit kol shloshim yom. The person borrows a beggar from someone of four corners. If he's only borrowing for less than 30 days, he doesn't have to put on strings. You have to own it and not somebody, not be somebody else's beggar. But once you are borrowing it for 30 days, it looks like it's yours. What if you borrowed it for 29 days, returned it for a day, then took it back for another 29 days? You're a pater. Okay. And then also when you get up to, when you lean, when you get up to lean for a Torah, for Kriya Satara, so that's one reason why uh, you may not be Chayav, but also because you're just wearing it for covered. If you're just wearing a talis just for cover for an aliyah, the, the, the minag is, it's a machlok, the minag is not to say, the general minag is, again, there are different opinions, is to not to say a bracha, but it's only for cover. Let's keep reading to fully understand. But if you borrow a talis from somebody, actually, if it has tzitzis on it, then you do say a bracha on it immediately. What's the difference? Because the first case, you just took a raw garment of dalit kanfos, and here you're taking, and so, and here you're taking a, um, a bagged that's ready-made, and even though it's not yours, the, the assumption is you want to be makayim the mitzvah, and your friend wants you to be makayim the mitzvah. So it's, of course, better to say it, but the assumption is it's a matana al-minat lahachzir. He gave it to you as a, as a present so that now you own it. And then when you return it, you're going to be making a kinyan back to him. So a shul's talis, I believe, is the exact same. You do say a bracha because they put it there for people to be makayim the mitzvah. If it would be borrowed, it wouldn't be makayim the mitzvah. So the, the shul the, has kavana when they put it out there that they want you to be makayim the mitzvah, and they're giving it to you as a matana al-manat lahachzir. If you have intent to borrow it and not return it, then it was never yours. Maybe gezel, if you took it, but it's certainly not, not yours, and you're not makayim the mitzvah. So you have to make sure you return it. Mishnah Bura points out, if you take a baggage, if you take a baggage and you borrow it, for a month, for a year, without permission. Also, you're not going to be uh, Yotze. I think actually it comes up. Let's read the next, the next line. 
Dalit. Mutar li to talit chavero levarech alav. So you're allowed to take a talis from your friend and make a bracha. Ubilvad shikapelota imitza'ah mekupelet. You see it lying around, but you have to return it folded. If you return it unfolded, it turns out you weren't yotze because nobody wants you to borrow their talis, even to do the mitzvah, if you're not going to have the common decency to put it back. If you're, you smell, I doubt cologne is included, but certainly have a bad odor, or you're dirty and you put it on, and now that dirt or smell is going to stick to the talis, you are not yotze either, because no one wants you to borrow their talis, if you're going to end up making it dirty and not return it the same way you got it. Ruadin betfilin, same by tfilin. But you're not let to learn from someone else's safer. Because people don't want you to, because we're afraid you might tear them. It's a little difficult uh, to know 100%, because it really depends if people want you to borrow um, without letting them know, without their permission. So it's a touchy subject. And um, it's really a Tzarech Ion subject. When do they allow you to, uh, when do people allow you um, to borrow something with and out permission? Perhaps nowadays people are more mocked by their clothing and their tefillin than they are by your books. Again, it really depends on the people, depends on the, the situation. And it's hard to give a, a general rule. So try not to be, uh, not to borrow without asking. And perhaps it might be better not to borrow. I don't know. It really depends. And to, than to do it, and to, to be yotzei the mitzvah. There's going to be an interesting shayla later on, and you'll have to fold clothing on Shabbos. So here, just interesting tidbit, the Mishnah Bura says, you should fold it. Some people don't fold their talis on Shabbos. He says, you should fold it if you're returning it, just not on the lines, because people uh, are makbid. Uh, but he quotes the Magin Avram, who says, on Shabbos, people are makbid that you, you refold it, because they know there's such a halacha. Just... Um, uh, Interesting. That means if you borrow someone from Shabbos, they're not makbe, that means you should always say a uh, You should say a bracha, yeah. And if it's just for an aliyah, so then that's where it's a touchy subject because you're wearing it just for the sake of kavod of the aliyah. So some do and some don't. Usually savik bracha sahaka. Hey, talit shal shutafim chayevet betzitzis, if it's a partnership, then you are chayav and sitzis, but it still is partially yours. Dichtiv al konfeig big dehem. Okay, siman tetvav aleph mutar la tirat sitziot mitalit zev litnam betalit acher. You're allowed to take sitzis from one from one beged to another. Aval shalola hanicha me beged acher lo. You can't just take it off and not. V'davke betalit shel barchiyuva. That's if it's a talis of a barchiyuv. Because uh, it's chayav and tzitzis. So it's, once it's being useful, you can't insult the tzitzis by taking it away from mimikayim the mitzvah. Aval mutar lahatir hatzitzit mitalit shel meitim. But you are allowed to from tzitzis of a meitim. Okay, right? Once the person dies, you're allowed to take off from his talis. Uh, I believe it. He just he used to be he used to be wearing it. Base, see base. Another one. Eno yachol likach likach hakanaf kamoshehu imatzitziot ulatofro beveged acher. You can't just take a, an entire corner with the tzitziot, remove it, and then 
tie that corner with the tzitziot onto another begate. Because it has to first have the corner, and then you put on the tzitzis. But when you made it, it wasn't part of the begit. Gimel. Talit metsuyetzit. Gehilchata shechikuah lishtayim levachalchelet yeshbo shiur lit atif. Venishar lakol achat mehem. Setzit achat or shtayim. Ein bo mishum taseh velomina asoi. If you have a talit, it was made properly, and then it gets ripped in half, and now you have two separate begadim. As long as each side has their proper shear to be yotze, those tzitzit that are left are good. And then you could just add two more on the new begad, on the two new begadim that came from one. If the begad is not small enough, both halves are not small enough, then that begad isn't chayev in tzitzis at all. And therefore you have to make all four of them all over again. The two that are there, we're not accomplishing anything. All right.